Welcome to When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. This week, this is going to be a very interesting conversation as I'm going to talk about when he feels like less of a man. And so you got it right. Yes, I'm talking about the emasculated man. This is a topic that is so uh, trending amongst uh, definitely single sites, amongst conversations with relationships and marriages, etc. Um, when I'm talking to my peers, when I'm counseling, man, I'm hearing a lot about this conversation. And so, you know, you know what? You guys know how I am. Now, what we're not gonna do is we're not gonna sit here and act like we not we just gonna throw this word out here and just go with the go. Mm-mm. We, you know, in order for us to truly get an understanding, you know how I am. We got to always define what these words mean. So, you know, let's look at what it means to emasculate or when it's emasculating. And so um, according to the American Psychological Association, it states that emasculation is the removal or reduction of a man's sense of masculinity by depriving him of culturally approved male roles. We going somewhere, y'all. This is a good one. Listen, it can happen because of so many things that is evolving, especially in this day and time. You know, it could be as a matter of, you know, what a man is going through on his job, um, you know, through his career as a whole, educational things. It could have been, you know, as a a result of a a marriage that uh, dissolved or a relationship. It could be, you know, stress that's impacting his body. Like there's so much that can come uh, on a man when we talk about him being emasculated, you know. And so this conversation is definitely to men, but then also for us as women to understand how we may have contributed to emasculating a man, okay? (laughs) Listen, this conversation is hot and heavy. It's one that we definitely want to have. So I thank you for definitely being a part of this conversation. Now, here's a key point. We as ladies need to identify whether or not if we are actually emasculating a man. And so one of the things that we can look at introspectively from ourselves is here, here, here's some things that you can see and have a point of view. You know, if this guy, you know, uh, is always like how he always is on point, like when you tell him to do something or um, all the decisions are on you, pay attention, okay? I don't want y'all to misunderstand me with this conversation because y'all know I'm an advocate for healthy relationships. So in the context of healthy relationships, um, you know, covenant relationships, marriages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, like that, you know, men definitely embrace and will take suggestions from, you know, their partner or their, their wives. And that doesn't make him less than a man. Okay. You know, when that respect is there, you're going to definitely be open to the suggestions that come from your significant other. You definitely want to hear them out because you guys are a team. And so this is not what I'm talking about. Please don't get it twisted. Um, we actually have to have those type of conversations, especially when we're lifing it together and, you know, we experiencing these hardships that we're going through. And even when we're going through our victories, like, you know, we, we, we definitely have to have these conversations. But on another side of it, 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 it's something else, you know, 
and y'all hear me talk about mutual. It has to be a mutual thing in our relationships. It cannot be one-sided when it comes to partnering. So a lot of times when we talk, when we're talking about being emasculated or the emasculated man, it becomes very one-sided where everything is about that woman. In essence, in my opinion, looks like she's leading and he's not. All right, so let's get into it because one of the things that I am learning um, when we talk about the emasculated man is that this man tends to believe that he is lacking. And this is a place that puts him in a position of feeling powerless. So the emasculated man may feel embarrassed, ashamed of himself, and it really, really shows. And so what ends up happening is, is that he may try really, truly desperately to either prove his masculinity to others or to hide the fact that he literally views himself as lacking. This is very telling. And if we look over some of the men that we encounter, or if you look over yourself, you will see that you put yourself in this position. So what ends up happening is, is that as a result of feeling powerless, feeling like you lack, um, you, you, you'll find yourself in, in a place of living in fear. Um, you don't, you know, like someone is going to find out that you are not this man that sits in the seat of masculinity. And, and here's, here's the interesting thing. People can see you for who you are. Um, so there's really no way in essence to hide, but someone who is an emasculated man will tend to hide, live in fear because they don't want to be found out. And so they will do anything that they can to try to disclose the fact that they are, this is their, the, the point of view about their life. The emasculated man is hands down rooted in shame. And if, if, if you know anything about shame, um, shame will cover up so much because it, what you believe about yourself rooted in shame, it puts this burden on you that says that either you've done wrong or you are wrong. And so this is, this is what the emasculated man is dealing with. So for example, like the emasculated man may feel like, you know, if he was to look in the mirror, he may tell himself these type of things. I don't feel like a man. I don't feel man enough. I feel inadequate as a man. You know, other people laugh at me because they, you know, can see right now my lack of masculinity. You know, masculinity and gender are useless in social constructs. This is what they tell themselves. The word man, men, or masculinity makes me cringe. Mm, pay attention. I want to jump into some signs of an emotionally emasculated man because in this day and age, it seems that it is increasing like pressure from secular contemporary culture for men to become effeminate. That's a word. And we're going to get into that one day. Effeminate, E-F-F-E-M-I-N-A-T-E. 
You know, this has resulted in celebrating metrosexuality. You, you've heard that, con you know, that conversation before. Um, you know, we're, we're dealing with a lot of transition with roles and everything and people, you know, are, are not being designed. You've heard where men are really not, um, men who are really not gay yet, not masculine enough. Like they're trying to find this middle ground. You've heard it and other forms of expression of manhood that basically don't resonate with the average American male. So in spite of this, the most, you know, when you look at some of the movies and the things that we see, um they celebrate like if you look at it like that male in his masculinity being a hero is celebrated right that strength of a man is celebrated right because people who make movies know these characters of manhood is going to bring in money so there has to be something when a man sits in his masculinity all right so part of the sanctification process must involve not just learning how to be, um, you know, in the truth of who your design is, um, your purpose in life as a hands down, uh, a, a man that sits in his masculinity. And so unfortunately, many men are afraid to act like men because true manhood is rarely celebrated in everyday contemporary culture, except in what you see in the movies, military and, uh, and, and sports, you know, that's, that's some of the areas where they said, Oh, you know, you gotta be a man, man, but, um, that's, and that's where it's most celebrated. So, you know, these are some of the areas that I have found, uh, maybe some signs of men who, you know, I'm going to say emotionally emasculated, but I think these are some definitely telltale signs. So let's, let's go, let's get into it. One way that you're going to find is, is that a man that always lends over his leadership decisions to his significant other. <laughs> you know, I, I was married for a very, very long time and I learned the importance of mutual submission. And even in my relationships, I understand the power of mutual submission. This is something that is taught in healthy relationships. And so um, in that space, when you, you'll learn about mutual submission, you'll learn that you can surrender yourself um, and everything in your being to please your partner and your family on most things. But when it has something to do with making life altering decisions, like related to finances, directions, and where you're going, you know, as a whole, like the vision for a family, um, you know, where we may live, you know, together, like big, big stuff, right? You can't just, you know, pass that over and just give like these big decisions for your partner to make. This has to be the responsibility. I always say it's mutual, um, but definitely should be led by the man. Um, being able to have that cosign where as a man, you're like truly in agreement with what's being said between you and your partner really matters. Um, and then also being open to wisdom and counsel by the one that you love. So, you know, conceding your leadership over to your person, that's not wise. Another way that men are emasculated is that they allow their emotions to dictate their actions. Y'all have seen this time and time again, 
Um, you know, we understand that whether whatever, you know, people try to say that men are not necessarily emotional. Yes, they are. We've seen some emotional, some emotions that are high, 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 high. Um, but men that are led by their emotions are driven by how they feel. They're like, they really are more driven by how they feel than by what is right and honorable. And this is really, really a place that is scary. Another point that I want to make is that men that can never make a firm decision without second guessing themselves. Men that can never make a firm decision without second guessing themselves. You know, part of the gift of masculinity is to be able to take risk and make hard leadership decisions and wise counsel um, that is so importantly. So when a man is emasculated, you're afraid of making hard decisions because you don't have the courage to take risks or to suffer the consequences of your decisions. So then you become paralyzed by excessive analysis and second guessing yourself. And this take away from your call to lead as a man. Another point that I wanna make is, um, you know, men that are not the spiritual leaders of their home. Many of you know that I lead with spirituality in my life. I think it's very, very important. So being the spiritual leader is more than being the head of the house in terms of making decisions. That's not what it's about. It mainly has to do with leading by example. That's spiritual leadership. It's taking the initiative to serve others, to, to pull your family together. You know what I'm saying? Um, because there's so much division when it comes to to family in the first in the first place and and for me it's going to be to put god first in our home and in our personal lives so men that are led by their wives or their significant others spiritually are emotionally and spiritually emasculated because they leave their par partner uncovered and that i mean is a place of unprotection it can create spiritual warfare for your families. Man, when I tell you that's a domino effect, it truly is. So men should not have to be, you know, dragged to, like for some people, you know, dragged to church or pressure to pray or, you know, all these kind of things. Men should be the ones that want to lead in that capacity, feel comfortable with what feels comfortable to them, but they should be the one leading uh, the trail for everyone else and setting that standard. Another point that I want to make is those men that may act tough on the outside, but are irresponsible regarding work and family. You know, I've seen many men um, that, you know, are muscle bound and they act tough, but they really are a little flaky, with, you know, when it comes to uh, being responsible at their jobs, with their families, you know, in their communities, etc. You know, that outward appearance and acting big and bad, that's easy. You know, true men are the ones who work very hard to provide for their families materially, emotionally, and spiritually, and financially. And so being responsible in spite of the hard grind of everyday life and conflict is one of the true tests of manhood in this day and age. And I believe that to be true. I've seen that with the, the men that are in my own personal life. Another point that I wanna make is men who abuse instead of protect women and children. 
Men who are emotionally emasculated men are often insecure men who pick on those weaker than themselves to try to prove their manhood. We see this time and time again, and often this results in men verbally or physically abusing their spouses, significant other, and or their children. And this is not a sign of true manhood, but a sign that they are lacking in true male identity and function. Pay attention, guys. You know, and, and the, another point that I want to make is men who run from relational conflict. Men who run from relational conflict. Listen, I understand it. Nobody likes to have tough conversations with your loved one or your business associates or family members. But emasculated men give in to the fear of confrontation. They procrastinate and they try to avoid conflict completely. And I believe that it is perhaps fear and rejection or fear more responsibility to make hard decisions that may arise out of those conflicts. If you see a common theme in this podcast today, you're going to realize that hands down, this emasculated man is one that when it's all said and done, is going to run from the responsibility of making hard decisions and is always going to give those things over to their person. The last point that I'm going to make, and we're going to be done with the podcast for today, is true manhood involves meeting problems and conflicts head on as the need arise and not running from them. In conclusion, there are many more things we could discuss regarding this issue, but I try not to make these podcasts long. Um, We really do need to celebrate masculinity. We need to get back to a place of celebrating masculinity in its design. Men should be celebrated as men ladies should be celebrated as ladies you know we don't need men to act like women and vice versa we don't need that those that are seeking that masculine role in our lives we don't need you to act like us we also don't need hybrids of the two okay um i just believe that we need to get to a place to where we find the courage to nurture what is needed when it comes to our healthy relationships so that the men that are in our lives will certainly be able to find their place in their masculinity. Why? You owe it to yourself, honey. So pay what it's due. This is When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, be blessed.